Yes, yes, yes. What is happening with y'all tonight? Welcome to the Cajun Libertarian Live. I am your host, the Cajun Libertarian. So tonight we have a um, pretty fun episode to get into. Some of it's fun. Some of it's um, not going to be fun at all, right? Some of this hypocrisy is just unreal. It's incredible. So uh, let's get into our headlines real quick. Tonight, Biden cuts life-saving meds to red states. The rules for thee but not for me mentality amongst the liberal elitists is beyond maddening. Beyond maddening. Like, unreal. Unreal. Right? And I introduce a new segment called All of the Feels. All the Feels. Where I find a feel-good story to talk about during these dystopian times. There may or may not be some ranting that can happen in this episode tonight. Um, either way, we're going to have a, a good time. We're going to get some good information. And hopefully we can get some of the stuff out there that a lot of these people need, absolutely need to hear tonight on the Cajun Libertarian Live. Yes, welcome back to the Cajun Libertarian Live. We are going to have a great episode tonight. There's already a ton of viewers and a lot of comments. Let's get into a few of those comments real quick. Good evening, all. Thank you, Joe. Steve, same Cajun time and place. Yes, sir. Foot has gangrene. Uh, gangrene. We'll leave that one right there. Somebody will... Uh, We'll do the thing on that one. <laughs> Steven, you're great, though, man. I love you. Uh, Shane says, what's up, bro? What's up, Shane? Uh, what's up, everybody? Right? That is up, dog. What's up, dog? Uh, hopefully, some of y'all get that office joke. Genesis 3rd, greetings, everybody. Peace. Matt says, whoa. Wow. Either way, going to be absolutely exceptional tonight, I think. I hope I can deliver this well properly or and articulate it very well um i'm going to try to maybe reserve some things i don't see that happening because what i have found is pretty pretty terrible test test is this on i hope so because i am on if i'm having some issues please let me know much love from nick Thank you. Much love back to you, Nick. Thomas Daniel Queter. Say it with me, Cajun Libertarian. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Wow. That is an understatement, actually, Tom. Um, and, yeah, we're going to get into that. But I am, I'm going to put it again for Tom for 52com Say it with me, Cajun. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. I've been not taking it for a long time, and this is ridiculous. I got to hold off. All right. Got to hold off. Matt, hear you loud and clear in Pennsylvania. Loving Pennsylvania. Absolutely fantastic. Had a great weekend. Um, 
or I'm actually going to give you a little bit of a story backstory on some of it. It's going to play into the uh, all the feels segment, right? Cajun told me he, in fact, did not touch your beard. So that is from one of my admins. I assume probably Carly. I don't know. Alex Flores says, yay, yay. Christine, what up? Yes, indeed. Oh, that was my wife. <laughs> nice. No, I did not touch Thomas's beard and he did not touch mine. So, um, all right, let's get into it. Libertarian, not noish. Let's do the thing, right? Real quick, we're going to do a sponsor or two. I'm going to sprinkle these sponsors out throughout the program. That way we're not, you know, barreling you right out the gate with some sponsors. So we will start with one of our phenomenal sponsors. It's crazy, right? People like pay. For me to, to talk about them on this show, I'm just floored. I'm floored. I'm floored, Laura Province. Thank you so much. And we should be absolutely, incredibly floored that Laura Province is doing such an amazing job in South Louisiana and, and pretty much kind of a tri-state area there. Uh, Laura Province, K2 Realty. Your home is your sanctuary. As a second-generation real estate agent, Laura Province knows the importance of helping her clients navigate the home buying and or selling process, whether you're buying your first home, a second investment property, or seeking that dream retirement residence, you will have a seamless experience with K2 Realty. So check out Laura Province, K2 Realty, LLC. Absolutely fantastic. Laura, thank you so much for sponsoring the show. And Ashley, thank you so much for being on my team and being such an amazing asset. I would not have a website if Ashley was not on the team. She does own high-end bags and accessories. Fierce Luxury by Ashley. That's Fierce Luxury by Ashley.com. So please go check her out at Fierce Luxury by Ashley. She uh she's a it's like a uh, internet consignment store where you can afford all of these high-end bags and accessories that they sell, like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Hermes, etc. So please go check out Ashley Smooth Fierce in. Fierce Luxury by Ashley.com. Fierce Luxury by Ashley. Fierce Luxury by Ashley.com. Hi, I'm back to accessories. Thank you, Ashley, for sponsoring the show. So, with that being said, we're going to jump into tonight's episode. Uh, I want to start off with the brand new segment called All the Feels. And I wanted to do this one first um, for for obvious reason, right? We, we we live in this ridiculous nightmarish society right now that doesn't even look like America, right? Am I wrong? Correct me in the comments if I'm wrong. I don't know what country this is anymore. It, it, it's absolutely incredible. Um, so we need, right? We need some times to take to appreciate people and what's actually going on. I am going to give you a personal story about um, what happened this weekend in Pennsylvania. Actually, two of them. As we we flesh out this segment that I want to introduce over all levels about this feel-good story, this, this uh, all-the-feels segment is going to expand way beyond my personal experience. I'm using it tonight because these people need the appreciation that they deserve. And I want to give it to them. And I found it extraordinarily feel good. So that's what we're going to do tonight on All the Feels. 
Thank you to my wife, Mrs. Cajun Libertarian, for finding this graphic. And she made another graphic that we will get into right after. So Houston here. Amazing. Thank you, Texas. You guys are absolutely incredible. Alex Flores, you're a, you know, before we get out. Oh, look, wait, 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 Alex, you are a fantastic human being. And I didn't know I was going to do this until right now, literally right now. So we're going to get all up in the fields before we do the segment all in the fields. We're going to get all up in the fields with Alex Flores real quick. Now uh, you got to give me a second. I got to, uh, I got to find it. This is Alex Flores's business. And Alex Flores is an absolutely amazing human being. Mobile auto repair service, greasy porcupines, road service, tune-ups, service and repair, maintenance, affordable pricing, excellent customer service, quality workmanship coming soon to a neighborhood near you. I know for a fact, you can see right there, www.greasyporcupines.org. 602-845-0105. Alex is pouring himself into this business basically with what you can afford, right? Right now he's in the state of Arizona and he, he is traveling through the state and going to the people that need the auto repair service and he delivers it to them with at whatever cost that they can afford and that is remarkable. That is a very, 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 very great all the feels type of sponsor right there. Uh, type of ad. Let me say it like that. Um, Eric Brummer, I am ready for the feels. Let's start it off with a fantastic, phenomenal voluntary service where we're fixing people's cars that we have to drive all the time. And Alex Flores and the Greasy Porcupines are doing that. And they're doing that at his expense. And he has a lot of expenses. I am not going to go into details about what all expenses that Alex has. But they outweigh. They far exceed and outweigh what he is providing for the service. So that is freaking that, 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 that's the epitome of all the feels thank you alex for for piping in man you I, I did not expect to go through this right here but this is the epitome this is the encapsulation this is the embodiment of all the feels when you have a person that's struggling and, and trying to do what they can to provide for their life at the same time they are providing a service at whatever cost a person can afford to fix their car. And that is really all of the feels for sure. So thank you, Alex Flores. You are phenomenal and fantastic. Greasy Porcupines, please go check them out. Don't forget about um, CajunLibertarian.com if you want to subscribe to the show there's a hot we got another warning on the cajun libertarian page which eclipsed twenty thousand followers this week which is incredible i mean I don't, I don't know how this is happening to be honest with you um this is set uh, i guess eight months in maybe and, and, and twenty thousand 
followers. Absolutely remarkable. But, however, Facebook is really harassing me, as most of you do know. So, please go subscribe to CajunLibertarian.com. You can get some merchandise there. And you can subscribe, because at some point, we will, in fact, shift all of this once Facebook gives us the absolute axe. We'll shift it all to the website where they cannot do that. So, Glenn Sparks. Yeah, warnings are a badge of honor. <laughs> For real. All right, enough with all of that stuff. Let's get into it, right? Because um, I, I, I'm really, I don't know quite honestly how to I express my emotions and feelings about what I'm going to talk about tonight. I really don't know. Um, I want to be excited for it. I, I know that it's important. I am excited for it. But at the same time, this is very dystopian. And so it, it just we we seem to be traveling this path that is um, absolutely horrendous. So before we get into all that, I want to do the thing, right? All the feels. First segment. Of all the feels. Uh, some of you may not relate to this. I, I think some of you will. I think most of you will. It, it, they, I'm going to give you two personal experiences from uh, over the weekend in Pennsylvania. Um, the first one I want to give you is... <sighs> we, <laughs> it, it, we were in the uh, we, on the ride. Right on the ride from the airport to um, to Williamsport, Pennsylvania, from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Right with Steve Sheets for U.S. Senate and Tasha Cohen and, and, and Spike Cohen, and it was the, the the four of us in the car. I told, I asked Spike, right? I'm like, look, how many times do you get the the random dude where or a person, right? Where they're just like, oh my God, Spike Cohen. And it's like, yeah, you know, it didn't happen that often. Really, like very, 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 very rare. I'm like, okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. We're, we're like, or he's like, you know, definitely a celebrity, but more or less a, a, a micro celebrity. Uh, there's a lot of people that probably don't know who he is. But within our community, everybody knows who he is and even a lot of people outside of our community. So I ask him, how many times do you get people that just, you know, walk up to you randomly while you and Tasha are, are eating dinner and doing the thing. Right. Um, he's like, uh, not very much at all. Not very much at all. And so it, I'm like, hey, that's understandable. And we get to Williamsport, Pennsylvania, which by the way, Pennsylvania is just amazing, beautiful, fantastic. The people there are phenomenal. And so um, we do the thing at the break room, which I shared live, right? Most of you probably saw that. Uh, I, I I shared that video live, and, and that was such a bunch of fun. By the way, all of that ridiculous nonsense and clicking in that video was the fact that my phone decided to just automatically connect to my Bluetooth, which was in my pocket. So completely my fault. My bad, y'all. But still a great video. Check it out. And so after that, uh, we go to the grocery store, me and Spike and Tasha, and, and then uh, Luke and them who were giving us the ride to get items because Spike and I have very special dietary needs, and that's going to that's gonna bleed off into our second 
part of this new segment of all of the feels, right? But for the first part of it, we're, we, we go through the grocery store and we, we get all of our stuff and then we get to the checkout line, right? And this random guy just walks up and he's like, oh my God, are you Spike Cohen? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm Spike. And he's like, dude, you, uh, you're a great inspiration. You're, you're fantastic. Thank you so much. And I'm just laughing, right? Laughing super hard because I'm thinking to myself like, uh, yeah, I'm thinking about the uh, the scientist meme with Willem Dafoe. Like, I too consider myself somewhat a profile, uh, somewhat of a prophet, because we literally just had this conversation, and it wasn't that big of a deal, uh, right? It, it spiked like, yeah, yeah, not too much, not too much, especially in his own hometown, not too much. And then <laughs> that very same night, we're in the grocery store, and you you get some guy that walks up that's just super inspired by Spike in the message that he has. And really what that means is the message that we all have, right? For the majority of us, we, we, we have the same message. He's a great leader of the movement that's going on. So to watch that happen in real time, after I had just talked about it and, and, and he told me, you know, straight up, like, yeah, this really doesn't happen that much. And we're standing in the grocery store checkout line in Pennsylvania. And some random grocery store worker walks up and he's like, oh, my God, are you Spike? And he's like, yeah, I'm Spike. And he's like, man, you're a great. He says all these things. And then he says, I was literally just talking to my coworker about you and what you say. And lo and behold, here comes the coworker walking up. He's wearing a mask. He pulls the mask down. He's like, you're, you're Spike. You're the guy that we were just talking about. And it was just an amazing moment, right? Because in our little tiny, or what we consider a tiny libertarian community, here we are in a gas station, in a random, ga uh, not gas station, I'm sorry, in a random grocery store in Pennsylvania, and somebody walks up and says that they've been spreading the message of liberty using Spike's uh, uh, content and draws another guy up. And the other guy, without even having been told anything, says, oh, my God, yeah, yeah, you're Spike. You're the guy that I was just being told about. And it was just a really great experience. Of course, I laughed a bunch, right? And in the moment, I'm like, I just told you this. We just talked about this and you denied it. And, 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 and you know, the, the, that's irrelevant, right? Because more than like, you know, most of the time, this is not going to happen. This is a very rare exception. But the fact that we're standing in a grocery store in the middle of Pennsylvania and somebody gets approached by Spike and that Liberty message is just get, being spread that far and so wide that somebody like Spike is being recognized in the grocery store all the way across the country. That is all the feels. I mean, that's just incredible. That's how much of an impact we as a Liberty team have made on this country that impact that footprint is growing by the day by the day also uh tasha walks up and we talked about this in the car ride as well she she walks up she knows she knows what happening she she is noticing what is happening and says oh yeah uh this was because of me i totally legitimize spike and i will co-sign that i'll endorse that Yes, Tasha does legitimize legitimize 
spike. And um, yeah, it was pretty awesome. I give you a good example as well. Uh, me and Steve are sitting out the sitting outside of the airport, waiting on Spike and Tasha. And uh, I, I'm not right. I'm not looking for for Spike. I understand fully that if I can find the 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 amazing and and beautiful and just elegant Tasha Cohen, Tasha Cohen sitting or walking out with the un, unassuming and unexpecting small Jewish guy, then I probably got the right folks. So yeah, that was that was pretty fun. That um that that, that entire experience was was pretty fun, and it gave me just a really good and positive feeling about what we're doing moving forward with this movement. And, and I know it's not the greatest all the feels opening segment, right? I'll get into some national news about all the feels, but to me, for what we do, for the effort that we put in, and I'm talking about all of y'all, all of us, to to have that recognition of the Liberty Movement in a random gas station was just incredible, and I, I felt phenomenal about it. So I wanted to talk about it. The other, the, the second half of the uh, All the Fields segment that I wanted to get into was um, a lot of people have heard about Tasha's reputation and, and how much she does and how much she cares. I will tell you personally, personally, her reputation precedes her. She's a phenomenal human being. She's exceptional. She's caring. She's she's personable. All of the things that it, it, if you've heard of what she does, they're they're all true. They're all true. They're all true. Right. And I'll give you a great example from personal experience. Spike and I, because of our um, health issues, we have a very similar diet. And, and once it didn't take but like a conversation or two walking through the grocery store that night for her to realize, yeah, he's got a lot of the same dietary necessities as Spike does. And so for the rest of the weekend, like the very next day, she comes up to me and she's like, hey, look, um, I feel like I know what you need. And I went ahead and, and, I, and I made the order for your food. Right. And, and that was exceptional. That that that's all the feels. Just the fact that she went out of her way to make sure that I had the proper food that I needed. And she didn't even have to ask. And she told me flat out, she's like, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm not, I hope I'm not like, quote unquote, overstepping boundaries. She didn't say that specifically. I'm just, you know, giving you a context. I'm like, no, not at all. She's like, I went ahead and I ordered the food because I, I, I feel like I know exactly what you need. And that that's just, that is all the feels for people like me who have dietary disabilities and with Spike who has dietary uh, disabilities as well. That's probably not the right terminology, but you fully understand what I'm saying. It, it, going out of her way to make sure that we have the right um, diet and the right food without even asking, just doing the thing, whatever that thing is that's in front of you, do the thing. She does the thing. And, and just all the feels for, for uh, the whole scenario with Spike and Tasha in Pennsylvania and I absolutely love it. I, I was floored and, and yet not floored, right? Because we we all understand that she has the reputation that she has. He has the reputation that he has. The Coens have a specific reputation. And I'm here to tell you, point blank, flat 
out, they deserve every ounce of said reputation. Period. Facts. And that is my first segment of all the feels. All of the feels. By the way, my wife made this uh, this graphic right here. She didn't make the first one, but she's she she made this one. And that's what matters. And I love it because you know what? Everybody loves SpongeBob. And everybody loves SpongeBob when it's all about the feels. So moving on real quick. Let's check some comments because oh, let me go back to uh let me get that off of there. Let's check some comments because there are over 20. And we'll um we'll do this really, really quick because I do not have a long episode, but I fully understand what I what's about to go down in my um in in the back third of, of what I've got to talk about, and I'm probably going to rant because mm, it is. I just it's incredible. All right, the the again once again this is what's amazing to me. You guys are so engaged in this show; it's absolutely incredible. Like quite literally, I can't even go through the comments. And keep the show. Remember that there's a lot of people that listen to this show, right? On Anchor, Spotify, Anchor FM, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. They, they can't watch the show live, and that's okay. So I, I, I can't. I gotta. I gotta keep moving. I've. I've got to keep going. I do have to show this though. By the way, I listen to most of the podcasts that I listen to on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Google Podcasts, all of basically what you can find your podcast, and you can find me there as well. So please subscribe to the Anchor.fm. I was not trying to throw a plug there. It just it just happens sometimes. Sorry, Thomas Andrew Queter. While it's all the fields, tell them about the wheelchair rides. This is very easy. I rode on the back of Thomas Queter's wheelchair practically all weekend because he's a phenomenal dude who will give you all the feels. Very passionate, very amazing, also very crippled, and rides around in a wheelchair. And he pays me to say that kind of stuff. So don't be upset if you're listening to this for the first time. Thomas and I are personal friends. Personal friends. My wife says, love Tasha. Yes, absolutely. Phenomenal human being. Her reputation precedes her, like one of which I've never really seen, I don't think, in real life. Just everything that you hear about how amazing Tasha is, it's true. All of it. it just exceptional. Yes, Thomas, I rode on the back of your wheelchair all weekend and had an amazing time doing it. Also, more importantly, had an amazing time hanging out with Thomas Daniel Queter, who is a very, very good friend of mine. <clears throat> I'm less crippled than most. That is a fact. <laughs> you, Thomas, you are less crippled by a long shot of w- w- the, the mental handicapness that we're about. It's not even. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Anyway, all right. Can't rant yet. Can't rant yet. Let's check. What we have going down. I really need a better system, y'all. I am sorry. It's just the way I have to do it. If you don't know, I'm stupid tech ignorant. So I, I'm like, like, 
wrangling this in with the most babysitting uh, and on the fly type of learning over the last eight months. This whole thing is only eight months old that I possibly absolutely can't. So with that being said, vid debate, video debate. Video debate was started by Brian Lamar. I'm looking for the actual uh, the spot read. And there we go. Video debate app is designed to give users the ability to use their God-given right of free speech to post up to three-minute videos of the topic of the day. Every day, video debate will post a question in the hopes to draw strong opinions from all sides of, of a range of topics from pop culture to politics. That uh, That app is getting a lot of attention. A lot of attention and traction. So please go check out video debate. All right. Let's get into some of the nonsense that I have to cover tonight. Um, let's see. Where do we go first? I'll tell you where we go first. It's an easy one. Biden announces, the Biden administration announces federal takeover of monoclonal antibody dose distribution. If you don't know, monoclonal antibodies have been used to treat and effectively treat COVID in the in its beginning stages to prevent people from getting, you know, more severe symptoms is absolutely fantastic. Absolutely it's working like gangbusters, right? That plus some other stuff. It's incredible. So, again, title of this article, Biden administration announces federal takeover of monoclonal antibody dose distribution. So, that being said, Governor Ron DeSantis out of Florida. Let's Let's see what he has to say. Governor Ron DeSantis pushed back Thursday and criticized President Joe Biden for changing the way monoclonal antibody therapeutics are distributed across the country. As you should. Regardless if you're Republican, independent, libertarian, Democrat, when the federal government takes over a thing, you know it's bad. Okay? So he's not wrong. Right? Whether whether you like DeSantis or not is irrelevant. He ain't wrong. And and we're going to find out. Right? All right. So uh, DeSantis says, to just spring this on us starting next week, we're going to have to do that. There's going to be a huge disruption and patients are going to suffer as a result of this facts that's a fact that's that's a fact DeSantis says shifting control of the federal government not only complicates the process of getting doses to patients but says it also cuts the number of doses florida can even get let's go back real quick Shifting control to the federal government not only complicates the process of getting doses to patients, but says it also cuts the number of doses of Florida. Anytime you involve the federal government in basically anything, you are going to lower the efficacy level of whatever the thing is that you're trying to do. We all know this. That's why we're libertarians. Uh, independents slash some people are going to be Republicans. Some are going to be classical liberals. We all know this. We all know this. When the federal government gets involved, it it up completely, completely, regardless of the politics, right? Doesn't matter. Republican, Democrat, doesn't matter. When the federal government gets involved, it's going to 
it up. All right. I cannot rant on every single sentence. Sorry, this stuff just, it drives my nerves. It drives my spine because what we're doing is ridiculous and absolutely just outrageously stupid. All right. More than, this is from Ron DeSantis again. More than 50% of monoclonal antibodies that have been used in Florida were going to be reduced, DeSantis said, and that can be verified. Just give me a minute, right? Moving forward, the federal government will be the one in charge of distrib distributing monoclonal antibody doses. Before this change, states and hospitals could purchase the doses on their own. It was, it was working great. It was, it, all of the states that were requiring, when they needed it, they, were, they acquired the monoclonal antibodies to treat patients, even vaccinated, even fully vaccinated. We'll get into that, too. That's admitted, right? Even fully. So this isn't, this is not, have anything to do. It doesn't hinge on vaccinated, unvaccinated. It's the fact that it's Florida or Texas. Because they're Republican governors that have been very loud against the way that we've handled COVID. And they should be. Every single governor, regardless of whatever stupid ass letter and mascot you decide to wear that day, should be against all this. Because it's not medically proficient. It is not helping. Anyway, all right. I'm ranting again. I warned you, I warned you, there would be rants. I warned it. I want to rein it in, though. I do want to rein it in. Saying that again, moving forward, the federal government will be the one in charge of distributing monoclonal antibodies. Why? For what? You're not good at anything. Oh, the only thing you're great at is murdering people and being the most incompetent, inefficient entity that some of the planet has ever known ever. All right. All right. The White House says the change is necessary to make sure states all across the country get access to the drug. Wrong. They already had access to the drug, and they were doing a great job with it. You're... you're mm. You're a liar. Just seven states are making up 70% of the orders. Our supply is not unlimited, and we believe it should not, it should be equitable. Equitable. Across states, across the country, White House Press Secretary Jen Pisaki said, so I want to play this for you. I got to make sure I play the right one here. Let's listen to a clip from Jen Pisaki, right? All right. Let's take a gander here. One second. Sorry. I have to do this the old-fashioned way because I don't know what I'm doing a lot of the time. So I'm going to have to rewind it here. All right. Let's listen to what... Pisaki says in response to the monoclonal antibodies situation. Efficacy of vaccines. I do have another question about the, the president's COVID mm -hmm. plan. He promised on September 9th that he was going to send 50. Stop. 
She already has a question that is not great for the for, for Jen Pisaki, right? This is the disgusting arrogance and condescension that, that we hear from her. I, it, it, just because it's a combative or questioning questioning statement, she already gets defensive. You know why? This is a very easy answer. Very easily answerable. Because she knows she's wrong. That's why she gets defensive from the gate when she knows there's a question coming that is not going to just pour butter and sugar all of her stupid ass. <sighs> all right. That's why. Because she knows she's wrong. All right, let's listen to it. Efficacy of vaccines. I do have another question about the, the president's COVID mm -hmm. plan. He promised on September 9th that he was going to send 50% more supply of monoclonal antibodies to states. Yet, the Biden administration is cutting supplies in red states by 50%. So, for example, uh, you know, in Florida, they were expecting to get 70,000 doses this week, which they say they need. They're only getting 30,000 doses. And this is not just for unvaccinated people. In South Florida, half the people who are seeking this treatment are fully vaccinated. So why is the Biden administration cutting these lives? That's not accurate. So let me give you the accurate information. Uh, first of all, yes, it's accurate. It's accurate. But let me give you the accurate information because you're a condescending piece of trash with an IQ equivalent of a garbage can. You insignificant moron. We are increasing our distribution this month by 50%. In early August, we were distributing an average of 100,000 doses per week. Now we're shipping an average of 150,000 doses per week. Over the last month, though, uh, and one thing that I think people need to understand for clarity, facts, I know, I know you're like facts, um, is that monoclonal antibodies are life-saving therapies that are used after infection to prevent more severe outcomes. So clearly the way to protect people and save more lives is to get them vaccinated so that they don't get uh, the COVID to begin with. Stop! Let me give you the facts because I know you like facts. Because you're a condescending, arrogant, disgusting, lying politician. The, the, the arrogance of, of what's coming out is just beyond measure at this point. Knowing full well they're lying and they don't care. They don't give one shit about anybody at all. They don't. It's just the same story from every freaking administration. But the this white, the, Jen Pisaki, this Let me give you the facts. Okay? We've all seen the facts. Let's give the facts. You've been to my rallies. Everybody's seen my rallies. And everybody's heard my facts. I have all the best facts. None of you have any of the facts. It's the same disturbing garbage. It, it, not, nothing's changed. It's gotten worse. Worse. The, the audacity that she has to talk to her employers, 
Now, make no mistake, I'm not a fan of the media. But when she's talking to these people like that, she's talking to you like that. And she works for you. So does Biden. And then has the just the, the blatant lies and antithetical scientific garbage and rhetoric that she just literally said in that statement. If people don't want to get COVID, they should go get vaccines. We already know that you still get COVID and spread it if you've been vaccinated. We know that. And she says it anyway, knowing it's a full-on lie. All right. Over the last month, given the rise in cases due to the Delta variant and the lower number of vaccination rates in some of these states, like Florida, like Texas, just seven states are making up 70% of the orders. Our supply is not unlimited, and we believe it should be equitable across uh, states across the country. Do you- there have been no reports of a, a, a lack of supply, so why cut them to those states only if there's no reports I think of- our role as the, as the government overseeing the entire country is to- no, you're that not your role and valid point. I don't know who the reporter is, but thank you. Thank you for pinning her down with her disgusting garbage, nonsense, condescending, blatant, obvious trash lies. Thank you. Equitable in how we distribute. We're not going to give a greater percentage to Florida over Oklahoma, nor do I think are you suggesting that. I think we have to move on. Go ahead, Yamish. All right. She's not, they want it to be equitable. All right. This is very, 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 very important. They want it to be quote unquote equitable. Equitable. They're not going to give more to Oklahoma than they are to Florida, which on its face sounds somewhat reasonable, right? If you, if you, fifth grade medical background or younger than that, you understand that that's absolutely ridiculous. Yes, that's how you triage. You address the needs of the person or community accordingly. That's called triage. That's literally how they address people in the emergency room. If you walk in and you have a, a skin rash and the, and the person that walks in behind you has an arm that's been cut off from a car crash, they are going to treat the person and they're going to give more attention and faster to the person with the, with the vastly more needed medical situation. Yes, that's exactly how you do that. You don't give Oklahoma the same amount of medical treatment as you do Florida if Florida has a greater need for it. This is maddening. Maddening, right? This goes beyond, not to mention, like we just said, that double vax folks in Florida are still having to go to the hospital. Double vax folks all over the world are still having to go to the hospital, by the way. Still getting um, COVID, still spreading COVID, still having serious reactions to COVID. Not nearly as many as the unvaccinated, no, but still a thing. Still a thing. It's recorded. It's a fact. So, yes, if Florida has a higher demand in the medical field for monoclonal antibodies, then you give Florida more than Oklahoma. That's how it works. So you just 
Uh, Pisaki drives me up the wall. She's just this disgusting, arrogant, condescending freaking piece of trash. I can't. I hope her well. I hope she finds Jesus and she gets saved and all of that good stuff. But you know what? Kick rocks. Kick rocks, Jim Pisaki. You are a piece of garbage who lies through your condescending, disgusting teeth on a freaking daily basis. You're disgusting. You act like a disgusting piece of trash. Kick rocks. I wasn't expecting to do kick rocks right there. But oh my God, this is just unbelievable. All right. Now, just to just to drive that point home, right? In the state of Florida, there are, and I looked this up, I looked it up, 21.48 million people live in Florida. 21.48 million live in Florida. Guess how many people live in Oklahoma? Because this is the contrast that she drew up. So let's do with the let's do the thing that she wants to talk about. They're not going to give more monoclonal antibodies to Oklahoma than they will Florida. All right, so we're, we're let's go, let's cut it. Twenty one point four eight million people live in Florida. Guess how many people live in Oklahoma? Three point nine five seven million. So why the would you give the same amount of medication to Oklahoma as you would Florida when there's literally 26 million more people and they have a higher demand? This this is just blatant dis, disgust. I will give you my conspiracy theory, okay? I don't know that it's true. I'm just saying on its face, kind of looks like it. Kind of looks like if somebody has a better explanation, let me know. Let me know. I'm probably not right. But on its face, it looks like, yeah, we're going to stop giving Florida what they need medicinally wise so that more Floridians can die. And then in 2022, we could say, hey, look, we tried to do the thing, but DeSantis wouldn't let us, he wouldn't obey the rules. He wouldn't do the thing. And now look how many more. Floridians are dead because potentially that's what we're talking about. Not do not forget that Florida has a massive high percentage of elderly. So denying them, whether they're fully vaccinated or not, the, the proper uh, treatment, prophylactic or not, doesn't matter. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Like this is all political. It's all political 100 percent, just all political and it's disgusting and it's disgusting that people still buy this shit sorry to cuss i just this drives me up the wall i cannot stand it i can't go any further with it i have to just tell you exactly what i've been studying what i've been feeling regardless of how it makes people feel and regardless of uh, what happens to me on the internet i can't do it any longer because we are literally costing people many 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 people's lives over this political nonsense and then they just act like you're the stupid one they act like you're the dumbass that doesn't have any sort of inclination of how anything should work when it comes to this. It, the appeal to authority is just trash. You know with your eyes and ears that you can figure some shit out. This is very simple. Florida has almost 30 million people. Oklahoma 
has less than four. So, yes, they deserve more more monoclonal antibodies. All right. Moving on from that, because I would just get bent out of shape and lost all through that. There's 35 comments. I, I just can't even. Yeah, my mom says, because Florida is a red state. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Don't let them lie to you. This is all about politics. All about politics. Thomas, uh, the ACA also punished red states. I was a victim of that. Incredible. I'm oh, my God. I wish I could get into all these. Uh, good. Yeah, I don't like the appeal to authority, but that is a valid point. Most people do want me to bring that up many times just so that, you know, I'm not speaking out of my ass. Yes, I, I was uh, I have a I used to practice medicine for many years. Uh, prior to the military and then after the military. I don't do it now because it's very boring. And it's so messed up. It's so complicated with red tape and bureaucratic nonsense that it it will draw. If you ask, at least, I'm trying, I'm going to be generous here, at least 60% of medical staff in the uh, in the civilian market, uh, quote unquote civilian market, there is no civilian market for medicine in the United States. So it's sixty percent socialized, forty percent something else, and so they're going to tell you that the, the 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 hurdles that they have to go through just to treat people through the bureaucratic red tape and to honestly just to, to help people. These people have signed up, the vast majority of them, nurses specifically. They have signed up and dedicated like four to six years of their life to help people only to have their freaking cut throat cut by the government and all the bureaucratic red tape and then can't help anybody. It's And then we're just, we're just reliving it on a much more mass scale right now. We're hurting. We're intentionally hurting people for political gain. And this is nothing new, but we have this new thing called the internet, which some of you may not think is new. I'm almost 40. I remember after graduating high school, there was barely internet. I was on AOL. Now we have this ability to uh, find this information right there at the click of some buttons, right? And so this is not going well for them. It's causing chaos on a mass scale what the internet is doing, but you can look this stuff up. This isn't a secret. You don't have to have a degree to find out that the government impedes our ability to give proper and affordable health care. It is the number one reason we cannot give proper and affordable health care is because of the government. And it's getting worse through COVID. Why? What, what other reason do you do you have to control monoclonal antibodies, which the hospitals and states were getting for themselves? Now, all of a sudden, overnight, you want to say, no, 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 we're going to, we want control over that. And you're going to be the worst at distributing it and implementing the worst. It's all right. I got to move on. I, I, I thought I would never make it this far, and we still got just a little bit more to go. So, all right, Joel gets for mayor. Wow, I cannot believe we're at 50 minutes. It just is what it is. You guys are still here. That's phenomenal. Thank you. We got just a little bit left to go. Joel gets for mayor. This ad is important. 
mayor of East Stroudsburg. He will be the next mayor of East Stroudsburg. Whatever Joel, whatever East Stroudsburg name Joel gets, Joel for mayor gets. What's the most important question of the day? Do you like turkey bacon? Answer it in the comment section. Fantastic. Also, it is our time, our moment. As of last, I checked, there's only one. Uh, for Tom, for 52.com, that's T-O-M-F-O-R-5-2.com. Tom, for 52.com, there's no quitting quitter. Thomas Daniel Quitter for New York State Senate in the 52nd District. That's T-O-M-F-O-R-5-2.com. T-O-M-F-O-R-5-2.com. It is now time for the Tom, for 52.com, Anchor Wheel in Moment, where we wheel in your calls just like Thomas Daniel Quitter is going to wheel in to the New York State Senate, 52nd District. Tom, you are the man. Thank you. I have one from Michelle Goodwin. It's from a few days ago, but it's very important, and I want to hear it. Good afternoon, Cajun and Eskimo. This is Michelle. I'm up here in the wilds of Alaska and thinking to myself, what's the distraction? Uh, clearly looks like a setup to Biden to get him to do this uh, vaccine mandate that he can't do. And it riles up the newsreels. So what are they hiding from us? Hmm. Michelle, that is, <laughs> that is a phenomenal question. I, uh, I honestly, I don't know what they're hiding I really don't know. I don't know that it's necessarily hiding anything. I think what they're banking on is the fact that they understand that the litigation process from state to state uh, to the federal government is going to take a long time. I, I really do believe that that's what it is. They're, they're going to understand that a lot of states are going to bend, or a lot of companies, really private companies, are going to bend to this because they fully well understand that it's not worth their fight, or they think it isn't quite yet worth their fight to uh, to take this to court. States are going to take, they've already drawn up um, litigation lawsuits. This is going to take a long time. I think they're banking on the fact that they know it's going to take a long time. And there's a lot of pushback with um, and support when it comes to this. So I'm not really sure. I can't answer that. And look, I'll be the first one to tell you. Uh, and, and most of y'all know there's a big reason that I've gotten as popular as I have. It's one of the biggest reasons because I'm humble. And because I'm going to tell you, I don't know. I, I want to find out. I, I want to find out. I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't under, I, some of it's got to be a litmus test, right? Has to be. The mass thing has to be a litmus test. The, 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 the mandated vaccine stuff has to be a litmus test. It's like, how far can we push it to, ex, to exert control over the American people? That, that, that's my best answer. That's absolutely my best answer and so i have a better answer of how to deal with things in the 52nd district of new york state and that's voting for tom for 52.com t-o-m-f-o-r 52.com thank you thomas you are the man i want to all right as we wrap this show up tonight i I'm, i fought over whether or not to play these live because they are disturbing um, thank God I don't know how to post videos. Sorry. <laughs> On this one, anyway. I, I will figure out how to play these clips. Like, I can just show you the clip and not just give you the audio. Um, I fought very desperately. 
Oh, yeah. Defythepower.com. Check them out. Friendly diabetic throat waiter. I, 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 I fought desperately over whether or not to, um, to play this. I decided to go ahead and play it. And so before we play that real quick, let's get into a couple of the comments. see what dean has to say i didn't see this for here's what's going to happen southern state caseloads are dropping and will stay low that's a fact by the way oh and, and there's a clip of fauci with joy reed i'm the two of the most incompetent people i've ever listened to in my life um talking about football stadiums being packed and it is this a covid fest and it's not it's not it's a blatant lie here's what's going to happen southern state caseloads are dropping they're already dropping. We're, we're almost past the Delta variant in almost every state. There may be some Midwest states that catch the Delta variant and catch some bad cases of it. But everybody that's dealt with the very, uh, Delta variant cases that has spiked, they're all past it. They're all getting through it, and we're over the eclipse. Um, and they will stay low. Yes, they will. In two months, New York, Michigan, Washington, etc., will see major spikes if death rises, if deaths rise with with it in those states it's all over in 2022 for the dnc and the administration i'll be honest with you it's all over for the dnc anyway they're, they're, they can't really they're, they're basically just absolutely trying to bank that's why you keep hearing about one six right because they fully understand that 2022 is lost the republicans and hopefully libertarians more than the republicans i really hope that um take over in 2022 that'd be fantastic i would love to see you know all of the democrats be gone and in half or all of the republicans be gone all to be replaced by libertarian candidates we know that that's probably not realistic but 2022 is going to be the best year for elections for libertarians mark my words i said it right here uh, you're going to see multiple libertarians elected to congress in 2022 and we're going to start to make a dent it, it, it's gonna it's going to work all right. Tony Brown, my wife works in a nursing home. It's my belief that the state is deliberately making working there as undesirable. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Manufacturing a labor shortage, says Tom. Yeah, I've got some stuff on that next show, which will be next Monday. Um, we're running short, so I am going to go ahead and move out of the comments and move on to the last and final segment. So we can get <clears throat> out of here tonight and enjoy the rest of our, of our night. But this is going to be more. This is really the epitome of what, what what's going to be maddening the hypocrisy and just the disgusting. It, it's unreal. It's unreal. <clears throat> I'm going to play this clip. And. My notes say to give a warning about the children's clips. Again, I don't have the ability to, or I probably do. I just don't know how to do it, to do the video on here. So I'm going to give you the audio clip via phone to the microphone. I'm sure some of you have heard this, but if you haven't, it is rough. Go watch the video. There's a child on American Airlines in Dallas, Texas. I was literally there on American Airlines in Dallas, Texas, Sunday night. And um, and and this is what happened to this to this lady and her child. Let's hear. 
always with the paused part. Sorry. One second. One second. Play that again. There's a lot more to that clip, and I really, really, really hate showing it, but I didn't see any other choice. Watch the video. That's on American Airlines. That's an asthmatic child. That's clearly two years old at best. Um, the mom is holding her child close to her chest because the child is clearly suffering, cannot wear a mask, asthmatic, and they wound up kicking them off the plane. I need to stop right there and move on because if I talk about that any further, I will, we will never get, we'll be here till midnight. We are going to address it, but I need to move past it because every time I hear it, it makes my blood boil. Um, San Francisco's mayor is facing criticism after being accused of breaking her own COVID rules with while dancing maskless at a crowded nightclub. On Thursday evening, Mayor London Bree partied at the Block Cat Club and someone caught it all on tape. And we have an interview for that very scenario. Let me make sure I got the right one here. All right. So let's play London Mayor Breed, I think is her name, from San Francisco, who, who put in these draconian measures for mass mandates and then decides that she they're not they're not for her. Shouldn't need to do that. I had a good time at the Black Cat, and I think it's sad that um, this is even a story. Um, the fact is, um, there was something that was really uh, monumental that occurred, and that is Tony, 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 the original members, the brothers, Raphael Sadiq and Dwayne Wiggins, who have not performed in public for, I believe, at least over 20 years. They are just really um, some of the most incredible artists in the history of this country and the Bay Area in particular. And the fact that that is getting lost here is very unfortunate, not to mention the incredible trumpeteer, Maurice Mobetta Brown, who is just phenomenal. These incredible musicians who performed and who really uplifted the spirits of not just myself, but all of the people who were there. And from my perspective, you know, I was there, I was eating and I was drinking and I was sitting with my friends and everyone who came in there was vaccinated. So the fact that we have turned this into a story about being maskless, no, I'm not going to sip and put my mask on, sip and put my mask on, sip and put my mask on, eat and put my mask on. While I'm eating and I'm drinking, I'm going to keep my mask off. But they're forcing asthmatic children on airlines to stay masked up and then kick them off the plane 
with a less than two-year-old. Asthmatic can't breathe. This is just the the, the blatant arrogance and, and the the fact that they won't even freaking say that they they mm, they know what they're doing. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. I I don't want to stumble over my words here. So give me a second to collect my thoughts because this shit makes me so angry. It it makes me so angry that she has the audacity to act like this isn't a big deal. And you know what? Here's the thing. I agree with her. I agree with her. This shouldn't be a news story. You know why? Because nobody should be wearing masks anymore. Nobody should be talking about masks. We shouldn't be kicking off asthmatic children from planes for not wearing a mask. This is absurd. This is freaking hostile, disgusting behavior. They can do what they want, but you're asthmatic child, and you get kicked off the plane. And she's justifying it by saying, well, it was a fantastic band. It was a monumental experience. Because for the last time, this is one of the last times, Tony, Tony, Tony got together. So it doesn't matter. I'm trying not to cuss here. Why are people still believing this? What, what, what are we doing? This mayor, this disgusting piece of trash, decided to uh, uh, input and implement all of these ridiculous and antithetical to science uh, behavioral tactics and laws and rules, and then doesn't even follow them and justifies it by saying, oh, well, it was a great band. It was the last time the band been together. It was a great band. And I'm not going to just take a bite, pull my mask up, pull my mask down, take a bite, take a drink, pull my mask down, pull my mask up. But yet, that's what they require of you. And she plays it off like it's stupid because she thinks she can get away with it. Because she's getting away with it. Stop letting them get away with it. All right, I am way too fired up. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. I got to get back to my notes because I don't know where I'm at. All right. I played you the clip of the the very short clip of the mom and, and the asthmatic child on the airplane on American Airlines. They got kicked off because this asthmatic child who has basically zero chance of spreading COVID or getting COVID or having adverse reactions from it. Like, literally, there's 70-plus million under 18-year-olds in this country. Less than 420 have died from COVID. You can, they got a better chance of getting struck by lightning and dying by the math that the CDC puts out. But we're going to make asthmatic kids wear masks and kick them and their mother off the plane. Well, this clown can go to the nightclub who has a vastly more, vastly more chance of spreading COVID and killing grandma. This is ridiculous. It's beyond ridiculous. This is evil. What we're doing, it's evil. And I don't say that lightly. It's evil. Here's another quote from this ridiculous, disgusting mayor. 
We don't need the fun police to come in and micromanage and tell us what we should or shouldn't be doing. Said Bree. She insists that she followed her city's health orders because she was actively drinking at the time. Ergo, masks weren't necessary. They were never necessary. If you can take your mask off to drink and eat, then it's not doing you any good anyway. All of this is ridiculous. But video footage shows her getting up to dance. I got up and started dancing because I was feeling the spirit and I was thinking I wasn't thinking about a mask, says the mayor. Well, you know what? Maybe the mom and the fathers and the children that are being mentally and physically abused by these ridiculous and irrelevant, stupid ask mandates being kicked off planes and being shoved out of daycares. Yeah. Just tell them. Ah, I'm, I was having fun. I, I didn't want to pull my mask down while I was doing whatever thing. And I was feeling the spirit. So why should I worry about my mask when I was Well, you shouldn't. You're right. You're right. You shouldn't have to be wearing a mask in the first place. Because it's stupid. Look at all the studies. We have plenty of them. And unfortunately, I can't go into it on here. Because I'll be deplatformed from every fucking... Mm. You're right, Mayor. You shouldn't be worried about a mask. You are correct. You shouldn't be. But if you're going to do these things, then you better damn well follow them and not make one excuse. Not one. As to why you didn't. One more graphic sorry i cussed there this this the this is getting to a point where we're, we're, we're beyond any sort of sensibility we're beyond intellectualism we're beyond scientific data we've got people literally major news networks telling us not to do any research just to believe literally i saw it i've seen it i shared it go check out the page i shared it by the way got twenty thousand followers thank y'all it's incredible. 20,000 followers. This is ridiculous. This, this, this is getting to the point where it's going to take a collective effort. And it's going to take a collective effort of like-minded individuals to speak out and stand up and protest and stop this. Go check out Spike, like he said, if like 5% of us, if 10% of us just say, you know what, we're done. We're done. Then the tiny inkling of percentage of government enforcement can't do anything about it. It can't. Do not comply. Mass noncompliance. I draw the fucking line when they're doing this to our children. I did it again. Sorry. They're doing this to our kids. Let me play you one more clip. 
This is from a daycare. And then we're going to, I'm going to show you a clip and then I'm going to show you a graphic that is incredible. Let me make sure I got the right clip. I'm sorry. This is in a daycare with some, with a kid that's at least less than two years old, probably 18 months, two years, uh, 26 months, maybe. Put yeah. the mask on. Yeah. No, you gotta put, you gotta wear it on. No, you gotta keep it on. Put your mask on. There you go. Keep it right there. Yay, Mason! Yay! You feel it, Mason? Look, we're gonna keep it right here. In a daycare with a demographic of people that have a next to zero percent chance of, of, of having adverse reactions to COVID in, in the same or or less of an ability to transmit it. But yet, let's let the mayor of San Francisco go night clubbing. It's where she can justify it. Because she matters more than you. That's what they're saying. She matters more than our kids that are being strapped with this useless tool. It's not a tool. It's garbage. Making kids suffer. Asthmatic kids being kicked off a plane. I'm sorry. I, I'm not expecting to. Um, I heard it many times. I'm just uh, in the moment, you know, with all of y'all here. And I want to show you a graphic of what happened over the weekend. At the Emmys, they don't have to follow the same rules as you or these children. They don't, or your children or your family's children, your nieces and nephews, your adopted children. Y'all have to follow these rules. People at the Emmys don't. The bottom half of this picture is that child that I just played for you in that daycare being forced to have this disgusting nonsense put on them. While look at them clowns up there in the top doing whatever the f they want to. This is real. This isn't being, I'm not giving you propaganda. This was the Emmys over the weekend. That's the child that I just played for you audio. This has to end and it has to end now. Now. This is not a joke. This is not a game anymore. This has to end, and it has to end now, and that is up to us. 
that is up to us and us solely because we can see that these liberal covidiots are going to continue to do this regardless of the science and the numbers and the math. They're going to continue to shovel down your throat and your children's that you have to do the things that they don't have to because they know better than you. Because like they said about the Barack Obama birthday party, they're a group of the sophisticated. This is maximum I'm done. I, I, I'm there. There, I, I cannot deal with this any longer. And I expect that if 99% of America, if if 67% of America, if 45% of America was able to see this, we would be done with this in a month. And you know what? If you're the person that's out there saying, "Yeah, let's mask our kids." And those clowns can get away. No, never mind that. Just the fact that masking children is stupid and abusive. If that's what it takes to prevent you from getting COVID, then I don't care. I don't care. If this is what we're going to do to, to our children so that you're selfish, narcissistic, denying, unintelligible ass can be safe, then I don't care. You can get COVID and I'm not going to care about it. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to sit by and watch this happen to our children. All right. Defy, not comply. I'm so, so over this. This is, I'm not going to stand by. I'm not going to watch this. I'm going to do what I can. I'm over this. I'm over it. And so, they deplatform me. They deplatform me. I, I don't care anymore. I'm not going to sit by and listen to this. I'm not going to watch this happen. What we're going through right now, this is unprecedented for our country unprecedented and there's no reason that we should be silent anymore anymore there's never really a reason to be silent we always have something to be loud about but this is beyond anything i've ever seen in my life this is incredible this is look at what we're doing to the most innocent people in our country And they just walk around and make excuses and defend their disgusting behavior. I definitely was not planning on getting um, emotional. I'm just, uh, I can't deal with that. Thomas, unprecedented for us, common for China. Is that what we want to be? Is that who we want to be? China, I doubt it. Most Americans don't. I listened to the video of a, of a, of a couple being kicked out of a restaurant in New York, right? And, and y'all can go find these videos, right? You, you can find, easily Google YouTube 
child and asthmatic. That's what I googled for the and then I screen recorded it. That's what I was YouTube. Asthmatic child gets kicked off plane. That's what I YouTube and screen recorded about 30 seconds of that because the other half of it is I can't. I can't. And I want I, I can't say what I want to say. Can't. In order to even get any of these messages out there for however long they're gonna allow me to do this, <clears throat> I gotta be somewhat careful. And, and you get the idea, right? Daycare kid. That one took about five different videos before I got to the right one, but I instantly knew that was the one. I instantly knew it. Go look it up. So. It is time to. Do something. It's time to do something. By the way. Most of the stuff doesn't apply to us because we live in a red state right now. You know, it doesn't apply to us yet. I don't I don't expect Republican uh, governors to to stand up to this, not in the sense that where they really need to. Don't get me wrong. I have no faith or trust in them at all. I have faith and trust in us. And Jesus. But I'm talking to y'all right now. Y'all, us. That's who I have. That's who I put the burden on. And me. That's who I trust. I think thank God, at least for the moment, I live in a, in a red state. Because what's happening in these blue states is unprecedented. And they not they people cheering. To have a family get kicked out of a restaurant that has a, a religious re exemption not to be vaccinated in New York City. But because they weren't, even regardless of your religious exemption, they kicked him out. And the dude, he had a beautiful, glorious rant. I want his freaking voice out there. And he asked people, is this the America you want? Is this what you... And people said yes. And flipped him the bird and cheered when, when him and his children and wife were removed from the restaurant. This cannot sustain. The only reason it won't sustain is because of us. Do not comply. Mass non-compliance. What we're watching right now. And yeah, I, I see your comments. I, I get it. The red states are equally off in an opposite way. But right now, it's, it's not the case. Right now, through this, it's not. And I know that from experience because I live in a deep red state. I, I'm watching this from afar. And I'm hurt and crushed and mad and pissed off and angry. At my fellow brothers and sister Americans that are going through this in the blue states, or a handful of Republican governors, but we can't. We have to do this. This is not going to fall on politicians. 
this is up to us. This is up to us to do it. This is up to us to take care of it. And we have to do it. And we have to do it now. I thought this was going to be really short. And it wound up going really long. Uh, I am sorry and not sorry. So many of you are still here. This is probably going to wind up being the, the number one episode I've ever done. Which is crazy to me. I don't even know how or why. But that doesn't matter. What matters is the message that we have to get out. And that's we refuse. We refuse to be treated like this while you get to gallivant around in your disgusting, despicable, and hoof cares about the Emmys anymore. It's just a self-masturbatory event where they get to pat themselves on the back for literally making no money anymore. Because but they get to run around. Massless. Vaccinated or not. Oh, by the way, I did hear that the vaccine mandate that Biden put out, federal vaccine guess what? White House exempt. Rules for thee, but not for me. So you have to abide that by them, but they don't. And that should tell you everything about what we're going through right now. Stop trying to justify this behavior with, 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 with convoluted scientific data, quote unquote scientific data. No, a lot of libertarians doing that. A lot. Lots of them. Shut up. Stop it. We're done with that. This is obvious. It's not what they say it is. If it was, then they would be worried as well. They're not. Because they're not following the same measures that they implement on you tyrannically. So at the very least, it is not what they say it is. And you can't justify that with science. Because if it was if it was as bad as they say it was, then they would be doing the same things. Because they would be scared. They're not scared. Why aren't they scared? Why aren't they scared? You shouldn't be either. I love you very much. Let me check some comments real quick. All right. So many. Again, I am. Thanks, babe. That's incredible. I, I, I'm, I'm the, if you've watched the show for any length of time, you know that like, I love to get all of the, the comments up there and I love engaging with you. This is, I love people. Even though they piss me off, I still love people. Even though there's some of them I want to slap in the mouth all the time. Still love you. I love people. I want to engage with you during the show in real life. I want to engage. The show has um, gotten so many viewers and, and so much traffic now that I, I can't keep up. And I apologize. I know I'm not I've got several people telling me in here not to apologize. I, I do. I'm sorry. I, I, I want to be able to talk to each and every one of you. I want to put up all of them, all of them, and I can't. There's so many. There's so many. I just can't even keep up. So I am going to sign off.
which is something I've never said before because this is beyond comprehension at this point. Talk to the people that still believe this. Show them the data. Show them the. Not, we can't be scared to talk anymore. We have to be able to, you know what? Mm. F. Mm. We're going to say the truth. I talk to a lot of new people every day. I explain to them in the very simple truth what's going on. The vast majority of them believe it. There's more people in our camp than we believe. Build the camp. Build the camp. I love you very much. I will see you Friday night on the Cajun and Eskimo show from Bayous to Igloos on Muddied Waters Media. If you don't know, when we do that show, Cajun and Eskimo, it is solely on Muddy Waters Media. We do not stream it anywhere else. We'll, we'll share it in other spots after the show is done. But if you want to participate in the show live during, like so many of you do, I'm literally watching the comments tick up and up and up and up, even as I'm signing off. And still so many viewers. Um, if you want to participate, then you got to tune in live on Muddy Waters Media, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Float, many other places. But I don't know all of them. And so catch us then. I will be right back. I know that, you know what, I, there's probably something I should address real quick. You know, I usually do a, a, an interview on Wednesday nights. Um. I missed the date, uh, probably because of the PA thing. So I didn't schedule an interview tonight. But with that being said, the interviews are not getting the attention that I want for the person I'm interviewing. The reason I do the interviews is because I, I want to help them. They're running for office. Or they're doing this thing. And we need to help them with said thing or running for office. And if it's an hour long interview, which all of my interviews are basically an hour long, they're just not gaining the same traction and attention that they used to. This show, the solo show, is by a long shot. So moving forward here in the next couple of weeks, when I do interviews, my Monday night's just a thought. I'm going to label this thing something. I don't know what it is yet. I'll title it something. Um, it's going to be different segments, but I won't be doing any full interviews for an hour anymore um, after probably the end of September. I don't know when. I haven't put in a date yet, but what I'll do is I definitely want to have interviews and gain resources for these people, right? Because they're the ones that are going to affect change for us. We can't rely on Republicans and Democrats or really politicians we need to rely on individual people that we get to talk to all the time hear their voices and hear their passion that's who we need to rely on i want to highlight those people i'm going to shorten those interviews from now on um given a specific date maybe next week i don't know yet but basically the interviews from now on will be about 15 minutes and then we'll go into this type of topics again so basically mondays and wednesday nights will now look exactly the same with different topics and different subject matter, different headlines, different titles, all that stuff, different graphics. But I will have my, uh, you know, my interviews every Wednesday, but they'll just be about 15 minutes instead of an hour long because I want more people to watch. I want more people to see them. I want more people to invest. And, and if, if, if me shortening their time on air garners more viewership for them and the resources that they need, then that's what I'm going to do. And that's the trend that I'm going to move towards. That's where we're headed. 
And anyway, I wanted to give that announcement. Um, I love y'all very much. We are over an hour and a half now, and this is beyond incredible how many people stuck around. I am out of here. I, I Everybody needs to get back. There's now 20-plus comments still since I ended the last rant, and um, it's just amazing. I um, I was going to check them, and I'm not. I will see you Friday night, Cajun and Eskimo show from Bayou to Igloos on Muddy Waters Media. I love you. Every one of you, be the voice, be the change. It's time. It's time. I love you very much. I'm out.